California, here I come. Let's head to Fresno in July for some sun. Your brothers and sisters all will be there. It's grand convocation time, that's why we care. Your tali your tiag may be big or small. The knights and daughters of Vartan will welcome you all. So pack your yokes, you'll have a ball in Fresno, California. Here we come. Parevces, urachem vort miat serek metzagrin. Yes, aspect tavit medzorianem, tif make ararat talijits. Well, never let it be said that your host has a talent for instant lyrics, for clearly I need some work in that department. But it was fun to sing and play that for you, and I do hope you enjoyed it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talking Vartan, the Knights and Daughters of Vartan podcast. I'm David Medzorian, an aspect of Ararat Lodge number one here in Boston. It's episode 51. And even though it's still winter wherever you are, we're going to warm things up a little bit during this podcast by looking ahead about four months to the warmth of July and the sunny skies of Fresno, California, for that is where the 106th Avaktalish and the 84th Kedakuin Jorov will take place this summer. It's Grand Convocation 2024 in Fresno, and today we will get the word on what will be happening from three people who are deeply involved in making it happen. They are the co-chairs of the 2024 Grand Convocation, Nachin Spadabed Alan Farsakian of Yeprad Lodge, and Yeretskin Roberta Hardabedjan, the current Avak Tibrui, and Nachin Didui of Ali Tsotyag. They are joined by my friend Nachi Navak Spadabed Stephen Adams, also of Yeprad Lodge, who this year is serving both as Grand Convocation Advisor, because he's got a few of these events under his belt, and Registration Chairman. So great to have all of you here on the Talking Vartan podcast. Nachi Navak Spadabed Steve, let me start with you. Talk about the reasons for and importance of the Grand Convocation. Well, David, of course... The uh, Abba College is the ultimate authority of the Knights of Artan, as is the Karakonjolo, um, the ultimate authority of the Daughters of Artan. So it's it's that authority that all the lodges and, and everybody derives, you know, w- what we are to do. And I think the most important thing in my mind is, you know, I have ideas and thoughts of what we should do. You know, when we take it to the lodge level, there's more people around, you get more opinions. And I think when we make it to the Avak Talij and the Grand Convocation, we collect ideas and thoughts from brotherhood and sisterhood from all across the country. And I think that's what makes us better. Um, the, the collection of ideas and thoughts and merging all those together. So it's not just a time of getting to see each other, which it is. I mean, it's, it's a, a wonderful occasion to meet up with friends across the country. But it's a time where we can actually sit down and, and, and bring ideas to help refine ourselves and who we are as the knights and daughters of our time. Let me ask you, uh, Avak Tibrui, Roberta Hayrabedyan, also a Yeretskin, by the way, and a Nakin Didui. For the daughters of Vartan, tell me what this means to you to have the daughters of Vartan coming to Fresno this year. Well, it's a great honor, number one, to be a co-chair of a convocation. And now I'm Avaktabruhi, but also that, you know, it's in our host chapter as being um, the Avakhorut. So we really want to encourage our sisters. 
our emphasis this year with our sisters is sisterhood. We are trying to really foster that feeling of sisterhood within our sisters. So in order to be able to host them in Fresno, to have the hospitality of the Fresno Armenians here, we're excited. But as Nahina Vaxpada Ben Steve said too, when you bring everybody together, you foster great ideas and conversations. And just trying to bring the sisters together. We have a lot of new sisters this year. We want to show them what true sisterhood is. And let's talk for a moment now to your partner in terms of being the uh, co-chair of this year's Grand Convocation, Nakin Spadabed Alan Farsakian. Nakin Spadabed, tell me a little bit about how it all began. Now, every year, of course, the Grand Convocation is held in a different city. Last year, we were honored to host everyone in Boston, Massachusetts. It's been in California many times, but in different parts of the state. First of all, have you had it in Fresno before? Yes, we have. We've had, and I can't give you the exact number, but we've hosted it a few times in Fresno. Uh, in fact, we have, in my opinion, and what I've been told, we've had a lot of success in Fresno. And we are excited that it's coming back to Fresno. The last two times that Yeprod Lodge and Aldi Zotiag was involved, we've held it in Las Vegas. And while those were successful, we're, we're excited that we're coming home this year. and We're going to be in Fresno hosting the convocation. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's nice to have it in your own backyard. Tell me of how it all started, though, in terms of the planning of this. When was the actual decision made to that in 2024 the Grand Convocation would be in Fresno, California? It's been a couple of years in the works. We have a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience in hosting convocations. And it kind of started with, with a small group, and we really didn't have a convocation chairman or co-chairs selected at the time. It was just, let's, are we going to do this? And we decided when we decided to do it, then we started moving the ball forward. I have to give a lot of credit to Nocte Spotabed Mark Dermatoyan, because he is amazing at negotiating the contract with the hotels. And he started the groundwork, and then it was kind of a... Uh, handoff to of October to be Yeditsky and Roberta and myself to co-chair the actual convocation. But we wouldn't be able to do it without Mark's knowledge of negotiation and our advisors in Nakti Navak Spadavid, Steve Adams, Nakti Navak Spadavid, Bob Dermatoyan, Nakti Navak Dirui, Sarah Dermatoyan, and the list goes on and on. We have a lot of experience that we can fall back on and count on to to be their force and help us. That's Well, as somebody who was on the planning committee for last year's Grand Convocation here in Boston, I can certainly attest to what you're saying. It really is a team effort, and the wonderful thing about it is that both the knights and daughters that are involved in the planning of this, everybody brings something a little unique to the process. Don't you agree that yes. it's, it's really— Absolutely. And so, therefore, you know, what one person may not be able to do, another person may be able to do very easily. And ideas can be bounced around in all of that. And so it really, you know, it's the diversity of those who are working on it um, from both organizations that really makes these things, in my personal opinion, very successful. Um, Steve, talk for a little bit about the Armenian community in Fresno. I know that when a lot of people think about 
the Armenians in California, the very first thought that goes into their mind is Glendale. And yes, that is a very large Armenian community there. But there are Armenians all over California. Talk a little bit about what that community is about. Is it, is it a close-knit community? Are there a number of Armenian churches in the area? You'd know that. Well, I think if you had asked the question 40 years ago as to the Armenians in California, your first thought would have been Fresno. Really? Uh, because that was where the, the main thrust of immigrants into California were coming was into the San Joaquin Valley here, into the agricultural area. Now, of course, the large population of Armenians in California is in Glendale, but um, it, it kind of started mostly in the Fresno area. So we have Armenians that were coming here in the late 1800s, and we have Armenians coming here probably last week. So we have a very diverse community here of old-time families and more recent families coming. Are there so a number of churches uh, in the area, it, too? Yeah, we have... In the main Fresno area, we have two of the apostolic churches. We've got two Protestant churches. Uh, but then we also have the church, uh, St. Gregory and Fowler and St. Mary and Yetim, which are all part of the San Joaquin Valley here. So we've got quite a few churches and a, and a very active community. And speaking of churches, for those who may not know, you happen to serve in one of those churches. Which one is that? Oh, St. Paul Armenian Church in Fresno. I remember during the... Uh the height of the pandemic when all of the Armenian churches, or many of them, maybe not all of them, but many of them started live streaming their services. And because of the time difference, I would always watch yours on Sundays because, you know, you were starting at one o'clock in the afternoon, my time, and it enabled me to do out the other things in the morning, whether it be going for a run or whatever, but I'd always be able to, to at least catch the badrak and, uh, and take part. So that was always wonderful. I was going to mention when you were talking about how did it, how the convocation came to Fresno, this really backed up to COVID. You, you jogged my memory when you said that, because oh, yeah. as you recall, there was two convocations we could not hold because of COVID. And the, the convocation that was being planned at that time was Glendale, um, the, the tri-lodge in the Los Angeles area. And we were fortunate that we were able to push the convocation back one year, two years. And then, uh, after that, we had a, a couple of um, bids for convocations. One was uh, Aravat Lodge in Boston, and one was Yeprod Lodge in Fresno. And we were fortunate that Aravat Lodge, you know, stepped up last year to come in next, and Yeprod filled it this year. So it all kind of started back in COVID times when the uh, line of convocations was, was planned out. And we have a couple more years planned out, too, which is fortunate. I remember during that, that whole period there, every, every, you know, every year, the, the California kept getting postponed. And I'm thinking to myself, boy, these people are going to get that in there one of these days, you know, whether it's 20, if it's not 2020, it'll be 21. If it's not 21, it'll be 22. And luckily they made that work. If I could, I want, before we get off that subject, I wanted to add a couple of things to the Nakinavats, what Steve said. Please. In terms of the Armenians in, in Fresno, at one time, the concentration of Armenians was it was second only to Watertown, Massachusetts, in America. Fresno was a very, very large and old community. The Holy Trinity Armenian Apostolic Church, which is actually right across the street from the hotel we were at, we will be having our convocation, if I'm not mistaken, is the second oldest in the United States of America. So our, our history goes a long okay. way back. 
And I do happen to know the first oldest, which is is the Church of Our Savior in Worcester, which is about 40 miles from here. So that's wonderful, because in some ways our histories really mirror one another, because you were mentioning Naki Navak's Badabit Steve, that there was an influx of Armenians coming in in the late 19th century, and that's about the time when they started coming here, too, on the East Coast, and as you know, the first Armenian church in Worcester, 1891, I'm assuming that that uh, number two was very shortly after that, but um, and then of course that all changed. There was the influx of of immigrants uh, during the First World War, after the genocide, of course, and then another large influx during the 1970s. Many of them coming from Beirut, and as you said yourselves, you know they they're still coming in now. Last week, whatever the case may be, so. That's what, but it helps make it such a diverse Armenian community. You know, it's this is not, as they say, this is not your father's Armenian community or your grandfather's. You know, this is the Armenian community of the third decade of the 21st century. And uh, God bless it because, uh, you know, it's made up of some really wonderful, wonderful people from all over the world. Let us talk now, and uh, I want to bring Nakin Dirui Yeretskin Roberta, Avak into the conversation as well. And in fact, I'll, I'll start with you, if I may. When people come to Fresno in July, and first let's give the dates before we do anything else. I'll, I've already mentioned them at the top of the program, but just to remind people, the three official dates for the convocation are what? July 11th, 12th, and 13th, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But we will be having a wine tour on Wednesday, the 10th. Which was my next point, and, and I say this every year. Yes, the convocation may last three days now because it has been shortened from its original four, but it is always encouraged that you either come early or stay late because there's so much to do uh, in uh, the area. The weather in California, of course, is beautiful. Bring your family, come early, stay late. There's plenty to do there, and it will also increase your fellowship time with your fellow knights and daughters. So talk a little bit about Avak Tibrui, uh, Roberta, about what people will be doing at the convocation and, and what will make this particular convocation unique. Fresno is very uniquely placed in California. We are a launch pad for Yosemite. We have the giant redwoods. We are just a couple hours from the coast. So within a day's reach, you can go many places. And we actually have many wineries in the area and beautiful wineries and ones that offer tastings. And so Knocking Spot of Bedmark Dermatoyan has arranged a wine tour on Wednesday that unfortunately I won't be able to attend because I'm going to be having meetings and be busy. And I'm, <laughs> I am so sad because I would really love to go to this one. It's going to be wonderful. Our own um, Otiog had sponsored a wine tour in Fresno about a year or two ago. And just to go to the local wineries, you are shocked of what's available in your backyard right here. And then on Thursday, there will be a tour led by Osped brother, Professor Barlow Dermogradician, to show the Armenian cultural sites in Fresno, which we have many. And I know in Boston, we went and saw your monument in the park, and we do have a lovely monument at Fresno State. We have um, Sohomontaglerian monument, which, by the way, on Memorial Days, 
we get busloads of people from Los Angeles coming up just to see the Sohomontechlerian monument and pay their respects. So it's quite a mecca in California, Fresno is. There'll be just beyond the sisterhood, so many things that you could go and see that are right within, like I said, a day's reach or a couple hours reach. That's one of the wonderful things I think about all of the locations where we've had grand convocations uh, in recent years. You know, they're always in a place where, yes, of course, the venue itself is nice. It's nice being with everybody. But my goodness, there is so much to see, especially like for someone like me. I've never been to Fresno before. I've been to San Diego. I've been to Los Angeles, um, but I've never been to Fresno. So that will be something very, very interesting for me. And uh, look forward to it. I'm not a wine drinker, but boy, that that sounds very interesting. And quite frankly, I remember knocking um, Avakspadabed Steve when we were in. Uh, it was a much smaller. This was the Veritas Heidenik uh, pilgrimage in night in 2021, and we went to the the brandy factory whose name escapes me right now. But oh, for goodness' sakes, in Yerevan, Noi. We tasted the wines. We tasted a number of different things, some wine and brandy and cognac. And even though I am not really a drinker, I thought it was absolutely fascinating because they talked about it. And, and we learned about the different kinds and how to hold, even how to hold the glass and how to, you know, to, to drink properly and all of that. So it's fascinating and it'll be a lot of fun to learn. So in addition to the sightseeing and all of that, any one of you, please take this one. What will be there at the convocation itself? Have arrangements been made yet? And perhaps it's too early to even talk about it in terms of entertainment and or the social gatherings that will be occurring. I'll, I'll, I'll I, start with that. We had two main goals this year. One was to try to keep costs low, not lowball, but lower and affordable because we want this to be affordable for, like you said earlier, Bring your families to Fresno. Uh, we want we want this to be a fun convocation, and with that, we're we've added a couple of things this year that uh, that are maybe a little bit different. Our traditional Thursday night avak spadavet avak didui reception is going to be a little bit of a twist this year. We've moved the traditional start time of between five and five thirty back until seven p.m. What we're hoping is that people will go have their dinners before they come out. And then the Avak Spadavet Avak Didi reception is being combined with a piano bar social. How nice. So for the first for the first hour or so, it'll be the traditional Avak Spadavet Avak Didi reception, greeting them, saying hello to all your friends. And then it'll just at even or nicely transition into a piano bar. We'll have a piano player there we've hired uh it it i'm hoping it it's it's going to turn into just a fun evening people to hang out it's a place instead of hanging out in the, in the hotel's bar we're going to provide a bar for our members to hang out to greet each other have fun if a karaoke or sing-along breaks out that'd be even better oh, of course it, it will of course it will well i'll stand around the piano and sing piano man by billy joel it'll be fantastic there you go. There you go. <laughs> I know that uh, normally Friday would be a dance. I know that last year in uh, Boston, we were so fortunate to have uh, Ellie Barbarian providing the entertainment, and everybody had a wonderful time. Um, will there be any dancing at this event? And I know that, of course, and then we'll oh, get to the grand banquet course. later. Go ahead, please. 
Of course. Well, as you know, uh, knocking spot by Richard Hodopian is a member of of our lodge. Yes. As his son Armin, his grandsons Andrew and Philip, and we are very fortunate in Fresno, uh, and we are he they will be the Hodopian band will be the entertainment for our Friday night cast. Oh, you've got some first-class entertainment Anybody there. that knows Richard's, uh, yes, anybody that knows Richard's music knows it's going to be a, 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 a wonderful night. Oh, indeed it will. Indeed it will. And will there be the Grand Banquet on Saturday? Of course. It wouldn't be a convocation without the Grand Banquet. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about the hotel. Where will this be and uh, whoever wants to take this? who? Where will the, this be held? And what do people need to do if they want to come, the on on the uh, on the Knights of Artun website is all of the information for the hotel reservations and the convocation registration. And an email was sent out uh, last week to all of our members. Hopefully, they've all received that. If not, uh, hope, hopefully, they will contact their spot of it and or Didui to get the information from. It, it's easy to do. So a, a, the hotel reservation uh, link is on the site. And I, and I want to add, too, that uh, you had talked about coming early or staying later with their families. Mm-hmm. Our room reservation rate is actually good from Tuesday, July 9th through Monday, July 15th. So okay. it has been extended. Good. So that, And hopefully our, our members will take advantage of that. Oh, let's hope uh, so. And then the registration form. The registration form also is on the website, and it's it's pretty standard. You know, there's a registration fee you can sign up for whichever event you would like, uh, and then send in your send in your reservation. I will add too the Abax Badabed Abax Dutery Piano Bar Social. There is no charge for that event, and we're hoping that everybody will 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 come. We would like to know who is coming so we we can prepare but there is no charge to get in. And there will also be hors d'oeuvres served with that yes. at that time also. Well, you've got to have something to eat, for heaven's sake. Knocking we will be giving them dinner, but there will be food. No, and, and that's the reason, that was that was the logic behind putting it back toward, uh, you know, at 7 o'clock as opposed to having it at 5 or 5.30. People can eat, and then they can go there and just relax. And uh, I, I think that's a great idea, and I, I know everybody. So it's not too late, or not too early, I should say, even now, for people to start booking their flights to uh, to Fresno, I know that from here to Bo- in Boston, I'm not sure if there are direct flights from Boston to Fresno. I think you either have to go through uh, LAX or one of the other airports in California. What, what is the name, first of all, of the hotel where this is going to be? I don't think we mentioned that. It's the, it's Double, the Double Tree, Tree by Hilton. Double yeah, Tree Hilton? Double Tree by Hilton. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Steve, you've been to a lot of these, and uh, you've been a member of the Knights of Vartan. If I'm not mistaken, dare I say it, for about 40 years or just over 40 years? Am I wrong about that? Dare <laughs> I say? Time, uh, yes, over over 40 years. Over 40 years? This okay. year will be 44. So knocking Spotabed, Alan and I came into Lodge at the same time, along with my brother, too. Okay. Now, 1980, yeah. Are you related to somebody else on this that on this uh, guest list that I'm talking to right now? Are are you in? Uh... One of the names sounded familiar. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, <laughs> all right. So for, so for those who don't know, Naki Navak Spadabed Steve and Yeretskin and Avak Tebrui Roberta are brother and sister. 
Isn't that, that wonderful? Is correct. That's wonderful. A lot oh of gosh. people don't know that. Yeah, I didn't know right. that until until very very recently, and and I, I think that's wonderful because I mean I worked. My sister and I were working together on last year's Grand Convocation. She was if actually she was at the registration desk, which is um, what you're going to be involved in. Knocking on bed, Steve. Your registration chairman, in addition to being uh, a convocation advisor. So um, you're going to get to see at that. That's one wonderful thing about that. You'll see everybody when they come in, you know, at one point or another, (laughs) you're going to see them all. So, you know, and uh, the good part is you'll know many of them, you know, that that'll make the job all the more pleasant because you'll be seeing friends. Are people already letting you know that we want to come? Absolutely. Our registration. So if you go to kofv.org, that's our website. There are a couple places on there. There's a banner across on the top that kind of rotates. You'll see, and if you go down the webpage slightly, you'll see the convocation link. If you just click on that, it'll take you to all the information that we have available, uh, which is how to make a hotel reservation, uh, how to register yourself for the convocation. And if you wish to be a sponsor in the convocation, we have a sponsorship link also. Uh, so lots of opportunities to participate. So we have people that are making their reservations as we speak. Uh, I picked some up this morning. I took a look. So people are registering. Uh, I will mention that the uh, tours do have limited space um, because of the bus. Um, so, you know, I encourage people that if they want to go on the tour to, to get in early um, to, to make their reservation. And, you know, we're just looking forward to seeing everybody again in Fresno. Um, It's been quite a few years since we actually came to Fresno. So, uh, and it's it's a good experience for our members, too. We've we've, we've gotten in a lot of new members in Fresno in the last 20 years uh, since we've actually had a convocation here. So this will be their first time experiencing a convocation. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't been to Fresno yet. David? I have not. Hmm. No. How did you escape us? Uh, I don't know. So, well, first of all, I haven't yeah. been a member. I've only been a member since 2017, but my trips to California have only taken me, as I've said, Los Angeles and uh, most recently to San Diego. But well, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to it. It's a you know I've, I've heard nothing but wonderful things about it, and uh, I think I'll know I think I'll know a few people there too. Yeah, you talked about <laughs> flights into Fresno. You know, we've got flights coming in from. We don't necessarily have Boston area, but you can come through Chicago, you can oh, come yeah. through Atlanta, you can come through Dallas, Phoenix, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Salt Lake City, Denver. We've got lots of direct flights into Fresno. Um, so it's at the most one connection um, to, to get here. And we've got a beautiful airport here. Um, so it's, um, you know, we're looking, hopeful we'll get a good turnout. It's just so great to see uh, old friends and make new friends at a convocation. And we're, we're really hoping to see a great turnout. So far, interest has been very high. So, you know, we know it's going to be another great convocation. Of that, I'm sure. I would like to give our two co-chairs right now, um, Nakin Spadabed Alan Farsekian and uh, Nakin Didui, the Avak Tibrui, Yeretskin Roberta Hayrabedjan, a chance to to give a pitch, okay, I would like to assume for a moment that I am either a knight or a daughter who's sort of on the fence about whether they want to go or not. You know, okay, fine. It's nice to see everybody, but, you know, that's California. I live way out here on the East Coast. Why should I go out there for a couple of days, you know? What's your answer to that? 
Well, I would like to start Please. with saying my own experience from my first convocation that I ever attended. I believe Nakin Didui Malin Nakin Avak Didui Malin Uzunian was Avak Didui at the time. And when I sat into the Kedakin Shoho for the first time and I saw her officers do their floor work, conduct their meeting, I was like in awe. Now here in Fresno, we these are the same officers and everything. But when you see it on the grand level and people from everywhere there working together, it is just a different feeling. It is, I, I, I don't know the words to describe it. It's almost like magic, you know, um, when you meet sisters from all over, you're all working towards a common cause and goal. When you just have the feeling of, the sisterhood, and you're all there for the same reason, and everybody is so open and wanting to meet you and get to know you. It's just a, a, a wonderful feeling. It's like you're never alone. And in Glendale, I had the experience of tending, attending convocation by myself since my husband had passed away, and I was on the fence. And when I... When I went, I thought, my gosh, I've never even been in a hotel room by myself before. <laughs> it was the first time. Uh -huh. And it was the first time going somewhere, you know, by myself. And it was just amazing. The people that knew that I was by myself and made sure I never sat alone. To make sure I always had someone, you know, um, with me when I was on a tour or whatever, you know, just befriending you. Well, if that doesn't that's touch your heart, the nothing sisterhood, will. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. That is what the sisterhood and brotherhood is all about. We look after our own. We do, and we don't feel alone. I mean, when I when I went to uh, Armenia in 2021, I was I was there actually an entire month, but I spent one week with the Knights and Daughters of Vartan for the Veritas Heidenik, my first, and it was a smaller group because it was the first one since the pandemic, and. I didn't know, with the exception of uh, Naki Navak Spadabed Steve and his wife Naki Didui Salpi, whom I didn't know very well. I had only met them in Las Vegas at the Grand Convocation there in 2019, you know, and yet I instantly felt like a part of the group. I felt like a member of a small family from the first day, I kid you not, and, and what a wonderful feeling that is you know, to be around other people who are there for the same reason you are and who want to see the things that you want to see. In, in, in this case, you know, going to the sites of our different projects uh, in Armenia, of which we did several. And uh, it's right. It's an instant feeling of camaraderie that, uh, that only happens. It's only happened with me since I've been a member of the Knights of Vartan to have something happen that fast. Knocking spot a bit, uh, Alan, what would you say to somebody who is trying to decide whether or not they should attend the Grand Convocation? What would you say to them? Well, like Nakhdin Avak Spadabed Steve says, our meetings, our business meetings, are, the, are, are what the Knights of Our Time is all about. They're the lifeblood of our organization. They give us direction. But I can look at it in a different way. I, I have a saying that, that if I can't have fun, I'm not going to show up. 
<laughs> and that's what I'm trying to, what I would like to instill in this convocation. And, I, and it's what I've experienced in the past. If somebody's thinking about it, I would tell them, just come for the fellowship. Come for the brotherhood. You'll be amazed at, at meeting new people, uh, getting to know people from around the country. Come for the social aspect. And then we'll get you involved in the business part of it. That's okay. It, 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 it's a lot of fun. Come, come for, come, not because it's in Fresno, if it's in Boston, Glendale, wherever it is, come for the fellowship. And, and I guarantee you, you will walk away with a different uh, mindset, different respect, attitude, whatever you want to call it, towards the knights and daughters of our time. Because we are about more than just the business aspect. Very true. Very true. Regarding the business aspect, though, it's, it is important. And I think we should mention uh, the fact that one of the things that happens at this is that we are basically, and I'm both talking about both the knights and the daughters, we are formulating our, our plans and, uh, you know, for the, at least for the year ahead. And this will affect not only what we are doing as knights, but it also what we are there for also affects the people whom we serve in Armenia and here in the United States, you know, and so decisions are made and it's a very, very important thing. And and to be able to participate in that process, I think to me was a great honor. You know, the first I was a delegate in 2019 and I just was absolutely impressed by everything that I saw there and, uh, you know, look forward to doing that again. And then, of course, we also um, get a firsthand report on our projects in Armenia from our liaison, Gohar Palian. She always comes to the Grand Convocation and uh, lets us know exactly what's happening uh, through her eyes, because she is, of course, our eyes and ears over there in Armenia. And, uh, you know, with very important information and answers questions. So, you know, by the time it's all over, we have a far better understanding of um, how our efforts here are benefiting those in the homeland. Would you not agree? Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I want to thank all of you for for spending some time with me today. To I know that we're still, what, five months out, but my God, it's going to be here before you know it. It really is. And uh, so registration is open now. So again, I encourage all of you to go to our website at K-O-F-V, K-O-F-V, basically it's K for Knights, of V for Vartan, kofv.org and all of the information that you will need there and under a special um, area for the Grand Convocation is very accessible. You can register, you can find out everything you need to know and uh, then of course book your flights, you know, if you are flying there, if you're not in the immediate uh, vicinity of Fresno and uh, it's never too early to do that because of course the longer you wait that will of course affect the uh, the airline flight price. So the earlier the better in, a, in addition yeah in addition it affects your registration prices too the prices increase after june 1st so oh thank wait. you for letting us know that okay that's very important to know so yeah register early and uh you know get the best deal and the same goes of course for the hotel you want to make certain that you get a room while they're still available and uh that way once that's all done you can forget about it and just concentrate on the the grand convocation itself and having the best time. And uh, it's an important few days as it is every year, but it's also an enjoyable few days. So it, it mixes both business and pleasure because we're there for a purpose to get things done, 
But at the same time, we are also enjoying this wonderful fellowship, which you really can't enjoy in the same way unless you're together. And we will be. So knocking out to experience it. Oh, absolutely. 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 Knocking out Vox Spotted Stephen Adams and knocking Spotted Alan Farsakian, knocking Didui Yeritskin Avak Tibrui. I'm going to get those titles right one of these days. <laughs> Roberta Heidebedjan, <laughs> thank you all for joining me today on the Talking Vartan podcast. And uh, we'll, of course, have much more on the Grand Convocation in our podcasts ahead. And also to keep your eyes open for uh, both in Knights and Daughters of Vartan social media, upcoming issues of the Avaride, as well as e-newsletters, which will be going out. There'll be much more on the Grand Convocation in uh, the weeks ahead. So uh, no shortage of information there. But we just wanted to get this out to you now that the registration is officially open. Thank all of you for being with me today and uh, see you in Fresno. Great. Looking forward to it. Thank you, David. All right. Thank you. You all take care. My very special thanks to Grand Convocation co-chairs Nakin Spanabed Alan Farsakian and Avak Tibrui, Nakin Dirui and Yeretskin Roberta Hyderbedjan, as well as Nakin Avak Spanabed Stephen Adams, this year's registration chairman and Grand Convocation advisor. I thank them all for joining me to talk about this summer's Grand Convocation. Again, the official dates are July 11th through the 13th, but the festivities begin even earlier. So come early and stay after. You'll have a great time. Book your flight now, and to register, head over to our website at kofv.org and go to the Grand Convocation page, the link for which is on the homepage, and you'll learn everything you need to know about the Grand Convocation 2024 in Fresno, including registration. We'll see you there. I also want to tell you what's happening on Sunday, April 21st in New York City. That week, there will be ceremonies and services throughout the United States to commemorate the 109th anniversary of the Armenian Genocide. Some official ceremonies, like ours here in Massachusetts, for example, will take place on Friday, April 19th. Others will occur over the weekend or on April 24th itself. The Knights and Daughters of Vartan, as we have for many years, are sponsoring and hosting the annual Armenian Genocide Commemoration in Times Square, New York City. It will begin on Sunday afternoon, April 21st at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. However, anybody who's going to be there needs to be there no later than 1.30 or you simply will not find a seat as the event is very well attended and it's pretty much standing room only if you get there on the late side. That's why the official banners for the event say 1.30. Otherwise, it's going to be difficult for you to see. This year, once again, for those throughout the country and around the world, the Knights and Daughters of Vartan will provide live video coverage of the Times Square commemoration. I'll be hosting and producing our coverage, which will begin promptly at 1.45 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 10.45 a.m., on the West Coast, and for those watching in Armenia, and we have a lot of them, 9.45 p.m. local time. Our coverage will be streamed on Knights and Daughters of Vartan social media. That includes Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can also watch our live coverage on the Talking Vartan YouTube channel. We'll have more on the commemoration and our coverage of it in the weeks ahead. 
All of our Knights and Daughters of Artan Media, with the exception of this podcast, is managed by Liaison Koharpalyan in Yerevan. And you can reach her directly at knightsofvartan at gmail.com. For questions, comments, and suggestions about this podcast, you can reach me, Osped David Medzorian, at Talking Vartan Podcast. That's one word, Talking Vartan Podcast at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mal Barsamian for our theme music, Lorki Lorki, from his album, One Take, Armenian Dance Songs. Talking Vartan, the Knights and Daughters of Vartan podcast, is the exclusive property of the Knights and Daughters of Vartan and me, Osped David Medzorian. Any use of this program without the expressed written permission of both parties is prohibited. It was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who said, Everybody can be great because everybody can serve. Thank you for your service to the Knights and Daughters of Vartan. I'm Osped David Medzorian, Avaradat Lodge Number 1 in Boston. Shnodagalem, Sireli Paregamner. Thank you.